Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Alec here today. We're going to be starting our podcast series. This is going to be the first episode of our podcast, The Mind of a Fool. So our character, as you can probably tell by the title, is The Fool. The Fool is a character in uh, King Lear who is sort of a reminder of the truth. He first shows up in Act 1 of Scene 4, where he is brought to light by King Lear when he's asked for him so he can entertain him and his knights. So the Fool enters into... Uh, Goneril's uh, land, which King Lear just gave to her, and the king wants to be entertained. So the fool entertains him, and he's dancing around, you know, he's making, making all the knights entertained. And he starts to tell the truth of what's happening. However, King Lear doesn't understand this because he uh, doesn't understand how the fool speaks, and the way he talks is confusing for him and all the knights. So the fool is actually saying the truth, but not really knowing to the characters besides himself. And this is sort of a reflection of societal expectations, as people like to hear the truth nowadays, or they, they want to be told the truth by other people, and others typically hide it from these people, even though it might not be the best for them, or they might be doing it in, in mind of them, so they can prevent, protect them from the truth. Sort of like in the Odyssey, uh, you know, the truth isn't really known to all the characters. Also, like in Oedipus, where uh, Oedipus is blind to the truth of that he killed his father and his mother is actually his bride. So it's sort of a reflection of that, you know. The truth sometimes, although good, can really hurt you. So you really, sometimes it's better to hide it. But in this situation, the truth is being told to the characters, specifically King Lear, about what's really happening in his kingdom. And he has he's none the wiser because he doesn't understand the vernacular that the fool uses. Now secondly, uh, the fool, he's sort of uh, disrespectful in a way to King Lear. He, uh, he's calling King Lear a fool in a way. And King Lear is, he questions this. And the fool says, no, no, I'm not calling you a fool. I was calling myself a fool. And then he says, he's singing some ballads and songs, again, about what's really happening. He says like, then they for sudden joy did weep and I for sorrow sung that such a king play bow beep and go the fools among. This is really a reflection of how the king is being a fool throughout the first opening scene where Cordelia doesn't lie to King Lear about how she feels about him, how she doesn't, she can't lie about her love to her father, and she gets exiled because of this, and Goneril and Regan, who lie about their love, are given her shares of the land and theirs, and then they are plotting against him so they can throw him out of the kingdom and ultimately take the power for themselves. And this is sort of a reflection of societal expectations also, because you would expect, you know, the saying of the truth to be rewarded, but in this case for Cordelia and the Fool, their sayings of the truth are either punished or unacknowledged, simply because you don't understand the truth or because you can't accept the truth in Cordelia's case. But our character is the Fool. And 
most of the characters in the novel don't really understand him. And King Lear is no exception to that. So after the fool is entertaining the knights and King Lear, he goes to entertain Regan, who has just entered. And Regan does not like this, right? No, Goneril, my mistake. Goneril comes in. And Goneril is asking for everybody to calm down, for the king and all of his knights to stop acting so rowdy, and for them to take the fool away, because the fool is being uh, very strange the way he's acting. And the fool tells King Lear the truth about his daughter, and he doesn't understand this. And then the daughter uh, tells King Lear and his knights to leave. So as a result, King Lear leaves him and his knights, and the fool are going to go stay at Regan's. However, unbeknownst to Lear, Regan and, and Goneril are both plotting against him. And the fool tries to remind him of this by telling him the truth and ignore it again because he doesn't understand the truth. King Lear is blind to this. This is sort of a reflection of societal expectations as some people, the, the truth is right in front of them, like King Lear, but they, they just don't understand it or they're blind to it. Sometimes it's better to know the truth. In King Lear's case, I would say it would be. However, sometimes you just can't see it for yourself. Like King Lear. He can't see the truth because he doesn't understand it. And he's kind of emotional. He's an emotional guy, which is pretty obvious by the opening scene where he's getting his daughter to confess his love and they lie to him, except for uh, Cordelia who tells him the truth, gets exiled, the fool reminds him of all this. It doesn't go very well for either character. The fool is misunderstood, Cord Cordelia is exiled along with Kent. Kent in disguise shadows King Lear, and Cordelia is, is staying with France, her new husband. And the fool, trying to remind him of all these things, is completely ignored. Because they think of him just as a fool, when in all actuality, King Lear is the fool. He is blind to the truth and is trying to just avoid it, while as the actual fool, King Lear's fool, it knows the truth. He's like all-knowing. He's kind of like an, uh, the character, the priest from the Odyssey. He knows the truth about... Uh, no, not from the Odyssey, from Oedipus. He knows the truth about Oedipus and uh, his mother and Creon and everybody. And he's trying to tell everybody, but they just don't want to hear it. They don't understand. And this is sort of kind of like a mirror to that character. They're very, they're very similar to each other. Both of these characters are all-knowing. Both try to tell the truth. Both are shut out or ignored because the main character, which are both tragic, King Lear and Oedipus, they don't want to hear the truth and they ignore it. And this sort of reflects expectations also, because sometimes when you want to hear the truth, but you really don't, you ask people to tell you the truth, but you hope that they'll just lie to you, so that way you won't be hurt, which is, in this case, kind of what Lear wants. He doesn't really want it, but it happens to him and he's fine with it but he would much rather know the truth about what's actually happening. But just like in 
Oedipus and King Lear, both characters are told and informed by the priest and the fool, respectively, of the truth, and they are ignored. This next part here is before the court of the same, where King Lear and Kent and the fool all enter. And King Lear gives Kent the letters to take to uh, Regan's. And the fool, he tries to warn Kent of the incoming, of the impending danger that he will face when he gets to Regan's. And King Lear just dismisses it and tells Kent that he'll be okay. And the fool says that he's like praying for them to be merry and that it's gonna be a safe journey. When he really knows that Regan and Gonril are conspiring against him and the king. And Kent, as you will see in the next act, is treated very poorly by his host. Even though the fool was trying to inform them of the truth, again, they were refusing to hear it. And they wish each other a safe voyage. So, this is sort of reflective of societal expectations also. Because, you know, when you want to hear the truth, but it's not what you want to hear, you tend to just th throw it away. It's exactly what happened in this situation here. The fools <coughs> informing King Lear and Kent of the truth, and they just throw it away and want nothing to do with it, and just believe everything's going to be okay. Alright, now that's going to wrap up our first episode, The Mind of a Fool. Tune in next week where we will go into our second episode of our podcast, where hopefully all the rest of my group members will be here. Thank you. This is Alec signing off.